Hello. Yo. Abe. Yes. Faith. Yes. Oh my God, we're all on the phone at the same time. Crazy. It's interesting. Not you know, really crazy. You know, I just realized. I, I just realized that the Cubs are in the playoffs, and Ryan, yeah. who lives in Los Angeles, might end up seeing a Cubs Dodgers series. Crazy. Isn't that? We've already talked about it. Just, and and like actually going to the games. I mean, at the at the radio station, we have a Nissan suite, and there's talk that we may end up uh, going to a game or two in the suite. Oh wow! Man. See, I, I hate the Cubs, so it doesn't really matter to me, but. I, I've been I've been pretty much avoiding all Cubs talk just because, I mean not not that I, I guess I've lost the hate like it's not like I'm like fuck the Cubs and their fans but to me the Cubs are like the Yankees or, or the Red Sox or the Marlins like I just don't care, right like like as soon as as soon as the Sox are out of, the, of baseball I just stop caring about baseball and that pretty much <laughs> goes. Earlier today I I sent Abe a text I asked him if he was watching the the Rangers Blue Jays game which was an insane game. Seventh inning took 53 minutes. Fans were throwing garbage on the field, and a baby got hit with a beer can. <laughs> it was insane. So I asked Abe if he was watching the game, and he sent me a text back that said, I stopped watching baseball at the All-Star break. <laughs> That's true. I, I think I started watching for a week again when the White Sox got hot, and then that was it. Yeah. So it's not like, it's, it's I mean. Different, man. It's different. And, and I mean. God knows I don't have many of these to celebrate or enjoy, but it's crazy how, how just exciting playoff baseball is. And I know what you mean, Abe. That's my life. I stopped caring about baseball at the All-Star break. But I will say, because we are in Chicago, I'm not a Cubs fan either, but it is pretty cool when there is a team that's winning here. Like, everybody's happy. Right. Everybody went from, oh, my God, it's not summer anymore. It sucks. It's getting cold out. To now every night people are drinking. Everybody's happy. There's smiles on people's faces when they walk down the street. I enjoy it, even though I don't really like the team. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm just kind of staying away from everything. So I haven't been I haven't been able to enjoy it until today. Today was the first, because I have a messed up foot. I'll get to that in a second. I, I had the most ridiculous experience ever at a doctor's office about an hour, a couple hours ago. Um, but because I, I can't walk because my foot, I was watching a lot of TV today. And I was watching all the Cubs coverage. And it is pretty crazy. Like I'm like, oh, wow, the Cubs are uh, doing good. Because yeah. I haven't been, I mean, I just haven't been into it, and like, like everyone in Chicago is all over the Cubs except me. I feel like, so it's weird to be excluded. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I felt that way when the Sox were, you know, making a run. I guess it's just part of it. What bothers me, and maybe it's good I'm not there, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, I've gone to Cubs games during seasons when they won like 20 games i mean it's the people that like you know there's people like you abe that are now jumping over oh yeah good so i'm glad you respect me for not jumping over yes yeah it is the word like john cusack there's pictures of him wearing a socks hat and now he's at cubs games yeah and why do people why do people get upset about that i mean i don't really care if somebody wants to jump on my favorite team no, because they're winning it's like uh, you want i mean jump in have have at it i know i know it's the way it's presented, Dave, because especially being a Cubs fan, the struggle is so deep, and it's been forever. And, like, we've endured a lot. And for people who don't care to then jump on and be like, you guys don't understand how special this is. It's like, no. <laughs> But, Ryan, I'll tell you this. The people jumping on with you aren't White Sox fans. They're just people who don't watch baseball. Exactly. So it's either... Right. 
it's either just Cub fans who don't ever give a shit, and now they're all into. It seems like a lot of girls are like that. They're really big into the Cubs now. When I'm pretty sure they they didn't follow the Cubs ever. No. Yeah. No. In June, they couldn't tell you two guys in the starting lineup. Now they can only tell you three. You know what I mean? It's not like, <laughs> yeah. I'll but, say this: the thing, the thing that irks me whenever I—I I mean, it, it, it always goes back to social media posts because that's easier where I see what people are saying. But I really don't like it when people are celebrating the Cubs and there's the one guy that has to say like, "It'll never be as awesome as winning Lord Stanley Cup." That's what real athletes are, and people—they keep—they keep saying things like, "Oh, you guys are just celebrating a, a team. The White Sox won it in 2005." It's just. Yeah. All right, they're having their moment. Let them have it. And and up. I'm a White Sox fan. I'd rather win this year and give back 2005. Exactly. Just because it's more current. <laughs> right. Like, if you could say, hey, do you want the White Sox to win the World Series now? And then you have to give back the 2005 trophy, I'd probably say, yeah. Yeah. And then I would yeah. keep I'd keep trading it in to keep winning. Like, I'd say, okay, now I'll give you the 2015 for a 2016. Just because I want to win now. I don't want to think about 10 years ago. You know what was awesome, though? Eddie Vedder, I sent you, the, you guys the video, um, or sent to Ryan. Eddie Vedder was on John Lester's roof playing uh, this a song with all the Cubs around him getting all drunk. Really? Yeah. Just like a, someone shot it on their phone, just like a candid moment. A team around Eddie Vedder singing uh, the song All the Way, playing the guitar. They're all drinking. On it's like, Lester. one day we'll go all the way. And I've seen videos of him begging people. To uh, get a reason to cancel a South American tour because yeah. it would interfere with World yeah. Series dates. Yeah, <laughs> he said he's never. Now that the Cubs look like they're going to be contenders for the next few years, he said they're not going to schedule tours in October anymore. They shouldn't. Yeah, isn't it weird that guys like Eddie Vedder, CM Punk, all these local celebrities and, and celebrities? It's just weird that they're in the locker rooms with the teams, isn't it? Because you yeah. could have the. I, I know Eddie Vedder's a big Cubs fan. But is Eddie Vedder as big of a Cubs fan as, like, you know, Rocco, Rocco from uh, Mundelein or something? Right. I mean, no, you're right. Can't you bring it's some like of those guys can, in? Yeah, like, I forgot who it was. Oh, man. Like, Drake went in the locker room with the Heat after Oh, Drake, or Drake went in the locker rooms with everyone, though. That was the yeah. thing with yeah. him. He was in the locker room with the, the Raptors. He was in the locker right. room with the Heat. He was in the locker room with yeah. another team, too, I think. It is weird that those guys just get a pass to go in the locker room. Yeah, I wouldn't even allow them in. I mean, I, I'd let Eddie Vedder in just because he's awesome. But if I was Drake, say, are you gonna really be like, man, I'd much rather hang out with Rocco instead of Eddie Vedder? No, of course. I mean, of course, of course, I'd let Eddie. I'd be like Eddie yeah, Vedder. Let's sorry, party. CM, sorry, CM Punk. I'd rather hang out with uh, Mitch from Berwyn. Yeah. Are you gonna let in CM Punk and and Eddie Vedder or Bass <laughs> and his brother? Yeah. Hey, I brought. Who are you? Already drunk and throwing up on people. Guys, is it cool if I bring John too? He's cool. He's cool. He's yeah, yeah. one of us. But yeah. from a marketing standpoint, if the team is making that decision, I totally get it because you know that it's going to get out. That I mean, that just brings more attention to the oh yeah to the team. So I mean, again, if Bass and his brother were in the locker room, you know, people aren't sharing videos of John Levy, you know, air guitaring. Someday will be yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of people being speaking of people being let in, did you guys see that? Jesse Jackson was at the Lamar Odom. Uh, yeah, he was at the hospital for Lamar Odom, and he yes, came out. Gave him th- and, like they gave him thirty seconds in the room to say a prayer, and then they kicked him out. But he came out and gave misinformation. Yeah, he gave misinformation. It's like, oh, he's when I came in, he started moving more than he'd moved in the last forty-eight hours. Yeah, because me. 
he is also that guy, by the way, who will try to get into a locker room when a team is winning, and they won't let him in. But what, sure. but what the fuck is Jesse Jackson doing there? Was he just in Vegas playing craps or something? No. <laughs> no. I mean, if, if uh, let's be honest here and say what it is. It's, yeah, I know he's a, a black guy. It's a, it's a black guy who is in the news, and Jesse Jackson, it, he's like a moth to a fucking. If there's news and news cameras, and the guy is black, Jesse Jackson's booking the next flight out of town. But, why, but why is Lamar Odom a hero now? Like, everyone's written him off for the last, like, four years. He's been in crack houses. They, did you see they just found out? They said the person who called in the 911 call from the Bunny Ranch said that he, had, he was doing cocaine. And Dennis Hoff's <laughs> official statement from the Bunny Ranch was, we didn't see him doing any drugs or anything. Real quick, by the way, how thrilled is Dennis Hoff right now? Oh, my God. Dennis Hoff loves this shit. The attention whore that he is, is he not like, let's explain. Let's explain. I hope I get to to say everything. I get to be at his funeral and give the eulogy. Yeah, I don't think he wants him to die, though, but I think he wants us to last as long as possible. Dennis Hoff owns owns legal brothels in Nevada, the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. (laughs) I think this one's called the Love Ranch. And, uh,. Dennis Hoff is... He, he sends out press releases for anything. He personifies the term, no, for bad press is, you know, bad press is good press. Exactly. Or no such thing as bad press. Like, that's that's what he lives and dies by. That's his mantra. It is. For instance, I did a prank call the other day where I said, Hey, brother, this is Chuck Adiral Do. I've had you on my show, WCCK. And he goes, of course. How you doing, brother? So, like, that's how much that's how much press he does. Like, you could just call him. If you had his number like I do, you could just call him, pretend like you're a radio host, and have a conversation with him. It's like, you've been on my show a bunch of times. And he said, of course. Like, yeah. he remembered it, which is bullshit. Because he does every <laughs> podcast, every shit. He, he's, he's the A guest for all the Des Moines radio shows. Like, Oh, uh, yeah. He, he's the one they're doing promos for two weeks in advance. Hey, hey bro. <laughs> hey, can you do a Fergal and uh, Montague promo? Hey, this is Dennis Hoff from the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, and when I'm sucking and fucking, I listen to Fergal and Montague. <laughs> right here on the Laser, Des Moines' number one rock rock outlet. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> I, don't, I, I know this is probably cold-sounding, but I don't feel bad for Lamar Odom at all. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he does have, he obviously has problems, which is, you know, an addiction, Ryan, as you know, addictions yeah. aren't easy to, it's something that you can't, it, like, people think that it's so easy to just no, but it's a lot of work to make a decision. But, and that's the but key. I guess in this particular instance, I mean, this is a guy who had a lot of talent. He had a lot of money. He had a lot of fame and fortune. And, I mean, at some point, you make bad decisions. You, you make decisions. I'm not even talking about the addiction thing. Like, you make the decision. If you're going to hang out with whores and Dennis Hoff for a week or a weekend and take a bunch of pills and get fucked, this is what happens. Exactly. It's not like he got hit by a drunk driver. It's not yeah. like he's in a coma because someone else fucked up. <laughs> and not a lot, not a lot of not a, not a lot of people remember, but Lamar Odom has been getting busted for drugs in the NBA since like his rookie year. I mean, he's it's not a stranger to drugs. And then, like you said before, everybody's personifying him as this hero, but every little detail that has come out about what he was doing in a brothel of like he had he was overdosing on herbal viagra now they're saying he had prescription viagra no, no, now, now they're, they're saying the, yeah. now they're saying he has every drug you can name was in his system <laughs> plus cocaine yeah. with the whores he was with and everyone and there were three bottles of cognac that were sitting by his feet when they found him unconscious it's like every bad detail about somebody that they could be doing right then and there they're just 
whipping right at him. And the original story, you know, when he was still a hero, that wasn't good either. Oh, he was found no. unresponsive at Dennis Hoff's love ranch. Yeah, he's like, fighting for his life while yeah. being at a brothel. Just, just, that, was just that Just that part alone, <laughs> that's enough to say, wow, that's fucked up. Now it's like... Chris Jenner's tweeting out, "Oh, our hero, keep our fighter, keep fighting for him." Uh, Kendall Jenner put like, "Don't go away" or something like it, something cryptic, so that but that we knew that she was supporting Lamar Odom. Why, why would you, if you have a family member who's in the hospital, why would you feel the need to send out a tweet? No kidding. I mean, exactly. isn't that and especially a cryptic tweet? Like, if you really want to say something about Lamar Odom, you should say. Oh, please don't die, Lamar. She said, please don't leave us. Something like that. So that you knew, oh, poor Kendall. And then Chris Jenner's there. And, and oh, uh, Chloe's unresponsive. And then that all Jesse Jackson kept talking about was, that's right. Kobe was here. Kobe stopped by. Yeah. It was real light. And it was very great for the family to see Kobe. Kobe, yep, Kobe was here. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that for a second. When, when Michael Jackson died, Jesse Jackson was hanging out to that leech Joe Jackson. And they were touring the country together. I don't. The great Michael Jackson's gone, but we must move on. And Joe Jackson has a new record label. That's right. I got new music coming with young, young bucks. Like Michael when he was young. That's what I got coming. Jackson 5 record. That's what I got coming out. Oh, I'm telling you, brother Joe Jackson, he's the one to follow forever. Because he has Jackson 5 records coming out. That's right. Michael's gone, but that don't mean I gotta be gone. Michael's dead, but my music's a lot. But the music will live forever, and Blanket's the next star. Oh my god! When I read that he was at the Lamar Odom thing, I, I why? Why would I wouldn't even let him in? It's a joke. Where was he? You know what? If you really want a minister to help you out, help the guy who's a crackhead. The guy has a crack addiction. If he really cared about him, he should have been counseling him these last three years. Yeah. Not just exactly. rolling up in a Las Vegas hospital when all the cameras are there. I, right. I'd like to give the prayer. I wouldn't want that fucker praying for anyone. <laughs> if Sam was... Uh, Sam, Sam, I think, come on late, by the way. Sam has a new uh, a new work schedule, so he might be late on these podcasts. But um, if Sam was laying in a bed, dying, and Jesse Jackson was at the door, I'd say, you send that fuck away, I'm going to punch him in the face. Yeah. I would go, why? Why oh, actually, no, actually, no, I, th- I think, wait, actually, I take that back. If it happened to us, I would let him in, because I think Sam would find that funny. I'd say, <laughs> yeah. hey, Sam, by the way. If, when, Sam, when, if, Sam, if Sam woke up in a hospital bed and saw you, your mother, and Jesse Jackson, I think he would think he's already dead. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sam would have a good laugh. I said, hey, Sam, by the way, when you're in a coma, Jesse Jackson stopped by. And if you snap a picture of Jesse Jackson, it's over Sam. Oh, of course I would. Hey, Jesse, could you uh, put your hand on Sam like you're reading him his final rights? (laughs) (laughs) You know, one thing about Jesse Jackson, you know, you hear about all the things he does. What about, like, you never hear stories trickling out about what what a great, honorable guy he is when the cameras aren't around. Like, you never hear of Jesse Jackson (laughs) serving food in a soup kitchen on a Tuesday morning. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's, that's, like, isn't that the real merit of a guy like what he does when no one's looking oh of course yeah totally like you hear stories all the time about different i don't even know if it's true with kid rock but someone like kid rock oh he does all this for all these charities and he helps these veterans whatever it might be 
you always hear these stories, and you, I've, you're right. You've never heard anything about Jesse Jackson doing they, anything they nice stories, ever. They don't, those stories, they don't come from Kid Rock. It's like, you'll hear about it two years later. Like, oh, yeah, Kid Rock wrote a $100,000 check to a guy with no legs or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, Jesse Jackson goes to a soup kitchen. There's a press release. There's oh, a yeah. statement to follow. There's yeah. a podcast that led up to it. <laughs> there's T-shirts they're giving out. Yeah, And you better believe if he ever writes a check, it's not a regular check from his checkbook. It's one of those giant-sized <laughs> checks that he presents. <laughs> I'm here. I'd like to give this $3,000 check to Lee Elementary School for diversity on the basketball team. This will be paying for all their equipment. Three thousand dollars. It's always some <laughs> shitty amount of money, too. Yo, that's cool. Can I cash this? Yeah. <coughs> oh no, 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 no! You got to cut check with the Rainbow Coalition on that. We we can't cash. He's, oh, don't. He's, and then he whispers, "Don't cash that till next week." <laughs> it's postdated. It's the, only, the only place where you get a giant check that you can't cash for three days. Uh, wait till Thursday on that one. <laughs> once he leaves, that's, that's his move. Then he gives him the giant check that no bank accepts, and once he leaves, that's when people are like. Hey, uh, Bill, did you get the real check from Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's already under that sense. It's the only giant check in the memo where it says, do not cash until Friday. No, you're right, Ryan. There is no check. It's just a giant no, check. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then Jesse Jackson. The <laughs> and, and then Jesse Jackson will say something like, if he can find some stupid motherfucker to cash it, God bless him. <laughs> He's like, so what? If one out of every ten they cash, we still make it out. Fuck him. <laughs> God bless them if they can find someone to cash that big check. <laughs> he deserves the money if he can find someone to cash Yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> he deserves it more than me if he can figure out some stupid motherfucker. God bless him for doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine that, trying to get the real check out of Jesse Jackson? The, you know the Rainbow Cola? Like, I was just calling my insurance company about my insurance, and it was it took me two hours to go from person to person to person, and I still ended up having to pay for my prescription out of pocket, and I have to call back tomorrow to get it figured out. Ugh. That's what it's like with the Jesse Jackson Rainbow Coalition. Hello, Rainbow Coalition. Can I help you? <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesse Jackson gave us a $3,000 check, but he but didn't get How? Hold. Please hold. <laughs> then you hold for like 45 minutes. Hello? Yeah, uh, I'm calling from Lee Elementary School. Jesse Jackson gave it. What? You calling from where? Lee Elementary School. We got a three. Hold. And they keep telling you to hold. And that's what just. I want you to put these motherfuckers on hold all day if you have to. And if they last the whole day, fuck them. They deserve the money. God bless them. God bless them if they hold that long. <laughs> Fuck them. Give them the money. That's the, that's the only rule of the Rainbow Coalition. They put you on a timer, and if you hit 12 hours, they actually give you the money. <laughs> After 12 hours of holding? Rainbow Coalition. I've, I've been on hold for... Like the answering service at Rainbow Coalition, one of the options is, if you received a big check from Jesse Jackson, press 2. <laughs> Then after, 12, then after 12 hours, they go, you win. You win. The check is right here. Come down. It's waiting for you. Please come and get your check. You win. You win. You're like, what did I win? I thought he donated money to charity. You lasted the full 12 hours. No one's ever done it. 
Now, if the check's over $3,000, you don't let them win. You keep them on hold forever. Uh, how was the doctor today? Oh, it's horrible. So, so okay, so today I woke up to go to work and I couldn't walk on my foot. It was all swollen and disgusting. I couldn't walk on it. So how I, long has it been? Real quick, set this, set this up. Cause I feel like you've been having foot problems for at least six, seven years. Yes, in, in in both feet. And as Jay the Gay said, this is impeding on me dunking. Remember I said I was going to dunk? Yeah. I'm now giving it till I turn 40, till I dunk. Okay. So that gives me six years to dunk. Smart. If I don't dunk at 40, then it's not going to happen. So let me... Let yeah, me, that's what's not going to happen. So give me, <laughs> give me a little bit of time to get this foot thing under control, and in six years I will dunk a basketball. All right. And I'm going to dunk the fuck out of it, too. <laughs> yeah, so I've had all the, I've had foot problems. I had a stress fracture in my right foot. The left one now, um, it turns out I think I have a stress fracture. So this doctor's experience was just ridiculous. I walk in, everyone in there. Okay, first of all, I was limping to walk in. Right, everyone looked like they've never seen anyone limp before in there. They're like, "What? Are you? Oh my god, are you okay?" It's like, wait a minute. No one's ever limped in here? like In a foot doctor? In a foot doctor's office? I'm the first person to ever limp? <laughs> and then, okay, so my, my left foot is... Did I say that picture of my foot? No. All right, I don't even know if you guys want to see it, but it's all red and swollen, right? So, yeah. Thank you for it. So as soon as the nurse saw me, she said, ah! Ah! Like, she, like she was disgusted, and it was something she's never seen before. Now... My oh foot my is a—it's red and swollen. You're telling me at a foot doctor's office, you've never had anyone come in there with a red, swollen foot? Right. Everyone was shot. Every, I mean, they, three nurses. And then they saw me limping really bad, and they walked me to the furthest exam room. Then they took me out of that room to get x-rays, and they kept walking me around the building. Oh, come with me. Come with me. Shit that I didn't even have to do. Like, oh, come bring your papers back up front. So I and they handed you a potato sack and said you got to hop to the front. <laughs> exactly. Here now, now carry carry these kegs over here. <laughs> I swore every nurse who saw it looked shocked and dis- like they've never seen it before. Oh my god! I mean, I've seen red. So then the doctor comes in, and he said, "Whoa!" When he saw it, he said, "That's not good." But but it's not even bad. Is my point. Right. I mean, you know, that's like, the I last can't walk. Thing you want to hear a doctor say. That's the last thing you want to hear anyone in, the, in that field say is, uh. And then, oh. he, ke- and then he kept saying, You don't want to hear them say, uh, or I've never seen this before. Exactly. Right. Those yeah. are the words you don't want to ever oh, hear a doctor shit. say. Oh, shit. What the fuck is that? Yeah. I got to look this up. Then he kept saying, fuck, in conversation. Like, we're going to figure, we're going to fucking figure this out. Stuff like that. He kept saying, we're going to figure this fuck out. Or, you know, he didn't say it like that, but he kept saying, fuck. What the heck? You know, we're going to fucking, we're going to figure this out and fuck it, you know. <laughs> saying, he said fuck like five, I can't think of the way he was saying it, but he kept working in the word fuck. Then, then after, then, then he's looking at the x-ray, he's like, you know, I don't work with feet that much. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would you tell me you don't work with feet? I thought I was at a foot doctor. <laughs> the doctor I wanted wasn't available, so I, they put me off on another doctor. He was very nice, but he kept saying fuck. Um, he's like, you know, we gotta get this fucking infection taken care of. <laughs> like, 
fucking, like, oh it's fucking, it's fucking, it's, it, I, I, this fucking thing, it gotta be inflammation. Uh, we're gonna fucking take care of that. I'm gonna get you an MRI. We'll figure this fucking thing out, okay? Sound, <laughs> sounds good. Then, after he's talking to me, he keeps saying an fuck. MR fucking I. Yeah, an an MR fucking I. <laughs> <laughs> then the night's here. <laughs> and then he tells his phone off, the alarm's going up, and he's like, okay, I gotta go. What? I don't know. For some reason, he had the alarm on his phone, and then he left. It's something you went to the doctor from the guy from Family Guy. <laughs> like, just it? complete disregard. Yeah. <laughs> it just made, it made no sense. Then I walk out of the... Oh, first of all, and another thing, the whole place was covered with Halloween decorations of, like, decapitated heads and stuff. Like, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't like, Halloween decorations where it's, like, Charlie Brown holding a pumpkin. It was like it was Halloween like, decorations like from The Walking Dead getting their heads yeah. spread. <laughs> it made no sense. Uh, that's awesome. Then the girl, so they gave me this like shoe to wear. It's like uh, it looks almost like a boot. It's it's it's, it's one of those like um, yeah, like an aircast type thing. Not it, it's way cheaper than that. It's some kind of thing with like Velcro where you put it on. Okay, <laughs> like a brick. I said you guys don't use boots anymore. It's like oh no no no, those are too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we got these here ready to go. These other shoes. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to walk out, and the girls like, all right, I'll meet you up front. I said, well, where's that shoe he's supposed to be? Oh, I forgot. I'll be right back. Oh my god. Then she comes in with two shoes. Um, one. I she said, what size are you? I said, size twelve. So she comes in, puts it on, doesn't fit me, and then she has another box that says twelve on it, but there was there was a thirteen in that box. So she's like, wait a minute. This box says 12 and the shoe's 13. Let's try them both on. So I'm trying on all these different shoes. Now, isn't that kind of a sanitary thing? So the next person who comes there is going to have all my foot, you know, sweat on it? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't like that. Like, I, like obviously the one I have now, someone else's foot was in it. Oh, let's try on every size <laughs> to make sure to see which one fits you. <laughs> then, the, like, the finishing touch, like the cherry on top. When I walked out, there was a guy painting the bathroom. Like there, was, God, there was a bucket, like he was he, just in the middle of the doctor's office. The bathroom door was open. He had like a the the tray of paint, and he was just painting the walls. Like, why would you do that while the office is open? This is the worst doctor experience I've ever had. <laughs> it was life. crazy. Then after that, I tried to get my prescription, and I can't get it, so I had to pay for it out of pocket because my insurance. Something happened with my insurance. I, I don't even understand what's going on. These are the exact conditions that politicians use to describe, like, vet hospitals where our troops are getting really shitty, it's shitty, done. like, it's doctors. It's still right. This and like Abe, Abe happened to go to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Sludge's brother is, like, a world-renowned doctor, and Abe can't get an appointment with that guy. Well, no, I could get one with him, but I had to go immediately today. See, a good doctor... See, I guess that's what happens when you when you say, I need to see someone immediately, and they put you in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, Sludge's brother, who's the best guy in the country, you can't just say, I need to see him in an hour. And they're like, oh, we have the next, we have uh, 515, 520, 535, 5, right. open in this hour. Do any of those work for you? If not, in the six o'clock hour, we have every slot open. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Except for the room we're painting. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. The bathroom's not available, though, because we're painting it. So what was the what was the ultimate verdict? 
he does, well, he, does, he, does, he doesn't know. He's like, or well. He's going to fucking figure this fucking thing out. Well, he's like, well, he's got to figure this fucking thing out. Look at, the, look at this fucking X right here. And he pointed. He's like, see that fucking line right there? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, see that line right there? It's, it's either a stress fracture or just degeneration of your foot because you have flat feet. We'll figure it out. Though. We'll fucking figure this thing out. The front place of where the uh, lady takes your information, did it have the exact same design as when you go up to, like, uh, the, the betting, when you bet on a horse, those windows, <laughs> like the, the bulletproof glass kind of deal? Like, like the hotel Tom Hanks stayed yeah. at in Big? Well, there's like a giant like fence between you guys, and there's like a pen. That every time you give her a check, you have to slide it in between the glass. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it was it was a ridiculous experience, and and I I have to get an MRI tomorrow. So, are you? Did you go to? Can you walk? Like, are you going to work? Are you doing stuff? Or I didn't go today, and I've never missed a day of work really since I've been in radio. Yeah. But I I couldn't even walk like I couldn't even put my foot on the ground. Now I've been taking um, anti-inflammatories, and he gave me a uh, uh, antibiotic. But the antibiotic yeah. I just got because it took me hours to figure out how to get it, and then I ended up paying anyway. Yeah. So I could I could have just paid right away, but instead I spent three more hours trying to figure out how to get my insurance to pay for it, and then I just had to pay for it anyway after the three hours. Right. Oh, they'll reimburse you after. Yeah. Right. Good luck with that. I guarantee I guarantee my money won't get reimbursed. And if it does, it'll, no. it'll take forever. Yeah, if it does, it'll be a big check. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, your insurance company closes at 5, so uh, you're <laughs> yeah, it's going to be from the Rainbow Coalition. Wait, why is Jesse Jackson here with a big check? Hi, this is after... Your check for $17.82. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, this is uh, after a... a uh, Health and retirement. We want to talk to Jesse Jackson. We want to put the same system in place that he uses to pay people. Old. All you do is lie to these stupid fucks. You tell them you're going to give them money and you don't give them shit. Then they call forever, but at some point they stop. See? (laughs) At some point they get sick of calling. See? That's when we get them. That's what we get these stupid... God almighty, we get these motherfuckers. Thank God they stopped calling. And I'd be bankrupt. So, Jesse, where do you put all the money? I spend the shit. I spend that money. Do you think Do you think Caitlin's going to roll into that hospital? Hey, where's Mama? God. Lamar, where's my beautiful boy? Where's those baby browns? Lamar, hey, Chloe, it's going to be okay. Chloe, Chloe. He's just sitting on Lamar's face. What a freak show. Poor Lamar. You know, now I do feel bad for Lamar. Think about it, Ryan. This is a guy who's been outcast by the whole Kardashian family. Okay? He's finally he's finally decided, you know, I'm just going to go to the Bunny Ranch and, and just die tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to do a ton of cocaine, bang all Dennis Hoff's girls. And then that'll be it. And now he's laying in a hotel room with all the Kardashians, Jesse Jackson, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> you know, Caitlyn and the... It's not just going to be Caitlyn either. It's going to be Caitlyn and all the cameras. Oh, yeah. Hey! Right. Hey, is it okay Bar- if we film? It'll be Barbara Walters, Diane Chris, Sawyer. Chris, let me have a heart. Chris, come here. Is it okay if I bring the cameras in? <laughs> It'll be, the, it'll be the only hospital in which people need to keep coming in and out to do confessionals and testimonials. During the <laughs> yeah, they're like, we use one of your rooms. <laughs> All right, can we start Caitlin now? All right, 
Give your next. Oh <laughs> it's hilarious. They actually, there's like people dying and they're like, oh no, that room's full because we're doing confessionals for the Kardashians and for the, the Caitlyn show. So when I saw, and then, and then so, so Chris will be like, I just don't, <laughs> I just want him to be okay. All right, cut, cut two. Chris, do it again. I just want him to be okay. <laughs> Wait, hang on, Chris. Wait, hang on. Instead of saying him, can you say Lamar? Yeah, call, we, I don't know how we're going to. Call, call him. You know, actually, call him Lamb because that sounds like you have a closer relationship. And I want to get the angle of the tears coming down, so I'm going to shoot you from up top. Okay, but make sure you don't get that bald spot right up front. No, no, no problem. We got it. <laughs> One, two, three. Cut. You're on. <laughs> I just want Lamb, Lamb to be okay. Lamb, All right, that was good. Lamb. All right, bring in Caitlin. <laughs> I always told Lamar not to do drugs. But I don't know now. Alright, bring in Kim. We only do one Kate with Caitlin. It's always good. Bring in Kim. So Kanye was telling me that Lamar was like a brother. <laughs> Wait, hang on, Kim. Let's get Kanye in here. No, Kanye doesn't do the show. Okay, let's just get him in the background then, looking at Lamar. Alright. Uh, would you mind doing a shot with you and Caitlin? Wow, I must say, it's good to see Kimmy. <laughs> I haven't seen you in six months, Kimmy. Well, that's because I've been busy. I see you got a baby in the belly. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do have a baby uh, in my belly. Kanye put it there. Oh, I better believe with that big dick on him. Got a big <laughs> one, right? Big balls. <laughs> This is all happening while Lamar's dying. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we gotta get Rob. Rob will not be on camera. That means we have to get him on camera. Can we get Jesse Jackson to do a stand-in until we can get Rob? We oh, you know, you know Jesse, Jesse Jackson was all over those confessionals. Oh, yeah. Lamar's a son of God. Lamar's gonna go home. Go home, Lamar. Go to the night, Lamar. Follow the Lord, Lamar. But he ain't ready for you yet. The Lord ain't ready for you yet. We need you down here, Lamb. Lamb, we need you. We need you down here with us. Chloe needs you, Lamb. Bruce Jenner needs oh, yeah. you. I will not call that bitch Caitlyn. Bruce Jenner needs the, the like the thought process. The last thing Lamar remembers is doing drugs surrounded by whores in Dennis Hoff's VIP love suite. Well, Dennis Hoff was probably I'm, jerking off in the corner, giving I'm him sure Dennis Hoff in there cheering him on. That's the last <laughs> thing he saw, and the next thing he sees is. Kanye, Jesse Jackson, Kobe, Kim, Caitlin, Chloe, Kim, all just around him, just a circus. I mean, what a circus. Like, there aren't two, I can't think of two weirder laughs and first talk which one? Which one's worse? That dark environment with the hookers, Dennis Hoff, and drugs are waking up to that shit. Waking up all confused as to why what all the of those fuck? faces are standing around you in a circle. Wait, why is why is why are Caitlyn and Jesse just Caitlyn and Jesse Jackson together? That that would be it. <laughs> Caitlyn and, and Kobe. <laughs> oh my god, Kobe rubbing his feet. And you know, you know, Chris Jenner is going to talk to Kobe about being on the show or doing something. 
Oh, yeah. There were deals being made in that room. Uh, Kobe, do you mind if we put this on the show just because it's so, so, it's so sad? Kobe, sign this. I, yeah, I'll find anything right now because I'm in, I'm in mourning. Lamar, you, don't wake up yet. We just got to get the zinc. Lamar's waking up. Clo- uh, Chris put like covers his face so that no one can see. Yeah, she's putting the pillow over his mouth. Sign here and here and here. In- initial here. Oh my God! We get the cameras in here. It's a miracle. Lamar's waking up. What the fuck? That's what he would. Say. That would be his first words when he wakes up. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Where's Bubbles and the girls? <laughs> Bubbles, where you at with my crack? Where the fuck? I love, I love, I, did you guys, in the official press release from Dennis Hoff, I got an email to me, of course. He said, oh, he said we wanted to spend time with him, or, or the staff wanted to be, in, wait, hang on. I want to read this correctly. Uh, he said, on behalf of my entire staff, I, wait. No, wait. Where is it? Let's see. He's my entire something. staff. On behalf of me, Sunset Thomas, Brandy, and all the rest of the girls. Should I just read this whole <laughs> statement because it's so ridiculous? It, it's it's this is from this is Dennis Hoff's official statement on the situation. For the last four days, Lamar Odom was a guest at my Love Ranch Vegas legal brothel. He arrived alone and spent time socializing with some of my girls and staff. He was polite and reserved. He told multiple employees that he was there to get some privacy and spend some time relaxing. Why would you go there? Why would you just go to like a nice hotel if you want to relax? Yeah, go to the Four Seasons. Yeah. He largely kept to himself and at no time did he engage in any drug use in the presence of anyone in the house. He did drink alcohol from our bar and was taking some herbal sexual enhancement capsules. At his request, he spent Monday evening alone in his suite. Around 3.15 on Tuesday, several employees found him breathing but unresponsive and immediately called 911. An ambulance arrived shortly thereafter and transported him to the, the hospital over there. My staff cooperated fully with the Nye, Nevada, whatever, NYE uh, County Sheriff's Department investigators who arrived to the scene after Lamar was transported for care. On behalf of my entire staff, I would like to express my sincere concern for his well-being and convey our best wishes for his recovery. Uh now, do you think the Nevada people that came in there to rescue Lamar, do you think they were like, well, he's still breathing, so let me just get one blowjob, and then we'll get this guy out of here, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> just 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. He'll, be still, he'll still be unconscious in 10 minutes. They're about to take him away, and Dennis is like, you didn't finish him off yet. <laughs> finish him off. God, that's gross. Bubbles! Let me, just, let me just take a little look around the room. Bubbles! Get to it. Jamal, that sounded like Dennis. But Den- but but Daddy, he's dying. Do it. Come on, come on, finish Jamal. <laughs> Just do it. You've done worse. <laughs> God. Can you imagine that? That's probably a time to reevaluate your life when he's trying to get you to finish off a guy who's dying. You've done worse. Just do it. That's when you start to finish off the old resume again. Yeah. Maybe I should go back to nursing school. <laughs> I thought Dennis Hoff took pride in, and and maybe you can correct me, guys, if I'm wrong, but the anonymity of the whole thing, it's, I I don't understand if Dennis said, yes, Lamar was here, but we can't discuss, like, you know, we don't discuss our client's business. Oh, yeah, he told everything. Yeah, like, wouldn't that be damaging? Because he does have a lot of high-profile people going. I would, if I were some scumbag celebrity that, you know, loved to frequent the bunny ranch, 
this would scare me away from there forever. What if I fell down and broke my foot or something? And next thing you know, Dennis Hoff is on camera going, well, he showed up Thursday at 3.15 by himself. He had sex with a black girl. Then he was, uh, he asked me for two Bud Lights. It looked like he wanted Coke. We don't have Coke here, but he was asking for Coke. I mean, isn't his whole thing anonymity? Like, shouldn't he shut up? Yeah. He should just say, I can't comment any further, but I will tell you that he was here hanging out. He didn't do any drugs, and they found him unresponsive. Those are the right, facts you legally you have to give. Besides that, you don't say, yeah, so he got a half and half. He got a Neapolitan, <laughs> a, bl- a blonde brunette and redhead. The half and half is a half blowjob, half fucking. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he did a midget and a big girl. Big girl. But when I say big girl, I don't mean tall. I mean fat. And then he actually did a butt party where he just fucked the girl in the ass. <laughs> Uh, besides that, he had three Amstel lights. What else did he have, Ryan? A couple, couple uh, hot he dogs? Of, he had some he dogs ordered, and waffles in between. He did. Uh, he phoned in for a, a little Caesars. Hang on, uh, let me let me check in with Ryan. Ryan, what what did he get on his dog again? He, mustard he just, and ketchup? He, did, he just said no, he did relish and ketchup. They were out, we were out of mustard at the time. <laughs> here's, here's recordings of all the phone calls he made. Yeah, we taped all. If you want to hear, here's him talking to some crackhead. Uh, here's him talking to one of his friends trying to get crack. Here's him, here's him having phone sex with Chloe's best friend. It's funny, not funny, but I mean, it's interesting that this happened right after I got the press release that Dennis Hoff sent out after Hugh Hefner and Playboy announced that there'd be no more nudity in Playboy. That's which is crazy. crazy. But it's funny that Dennis Hoff thought he was gonna be riding out this playboy thing probably for the like he's like oh fuck it we're good for a month that's all he thinks about the press releases for dennis off at the bunny ranch anything he could connect himself to and this is perfect because he could always say we will never get rid of nudity at the bunny ranch yeah i bet i didn't even read i don't read his press release my best i bet that's exactly what it said too um let's see if i can find it but you know he thought he was gonna ride that out and then now here he is with something real finally like something that people are actually, oh, he was at Dennis Hoff's Bunny Ranch. Right. Because usually he gets no press for anything. I mean, he tries really hard, but never gets anything. Yeah. No, you're right. And I, we'll go back to the Playboy thing in a second, but I'm just thinking about how absolutely fucked up it is. If, I, if someone died at my house, if some celebrity was at my house and fell into a coma, like, I don't even know what I would do. I mean, I, I don't even know how yeah, to respond. Yeah, let alone send out a press release. I don't think I don't think my first reaction would be to capitalize and line up interviews. Yeah, do, do, doing just, doing interviews with like the the chipmunk from Des Moines. Hi, it's a chipmunk in the morning. We got Dennis. Dennis, tell me what's going on. Well, first of all, go to my website bunnyranch.com, if you want to get licked, fingertips, and pricks. But well, uh, I want to believe that this is not the first time Lamar Odom ever visited the brothel. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time that he didn't initially wake up unresponsive to anything. So I'm pretty sure they were like, let's just keep a, uh, a Microsoft Word document of should he ever die in here and we'll pull this thing out and should it ever happen. And I'm sure they were like, oh, there's the emergency. Let's pull it out. Shouldn't they have someone oh, on staff? Yeah. Shouldn't they have someone on staff at the Bunny Ranch, though, to like res- resuscitate people? Because you know people. To revive someone. Everyone there is probably doing drugs. I mean, obviously, they're not doing it out on the middle of the floor so everyone can see it, but I'm sure they go in the bathroom, do drugs, and then bang a bunch of hookers. And if it's not drugs, it's probably your, you know, 
average shaped guy who doesn't have a whole lot of cardio in his life, and <laughs> you know he gets balls deep in a chick and starts clutching his chest. <laughs> that's <laughs> not the first time that someone has needed medical attention. There. Wait, that's a good call because. A lot of people, these brothels are either people who can't get laid because they're disgusting or like you said, they have medical issues or, or something. So right. wouldn't you think when some like big butt hooker is like all over you that you're not gonna be able to just, you're not gonna be able to roll with it. You will have a heart attack or, or you'll stop breathing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're doing a dirty, when you're doing a dirty sock party where she takes your dirty sock and tapes it in your mouth. You don't think they've ever had problems where the guy chokes on the sock? <laughs> yeah, it's not... It, everyone that rolls in there isn't, isn't your guy Vin Armani. It's not like some, exactly. like, fine specimen of, you know, sexual endurance. It's guys who aren't getting laid, or guys that are too too fucked up on drugs. Like It's guys like Danny DeVito or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? like guys like Danny DeVito who aren't celebrities. This is a guy who right. looks looks and smells like Danny DeVito. <laughs> that's the normal that's normally what happens in the bunny ranch. It's it's not like Taylor Lawton from uh from the, the what's the vampire movie called? Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. It's not that guy. He doesn't come in and take a shrub and all the girls are like, Woo It's just some slob. <laughs> Comes in, he has like he has he has shit connected to his armpit hair, like lint. <laughs> oh my god! Has just weird, weird placed acne, either rosacea or acne somewhere on his neck and back and chest. They have to have they have to have some medical staff on standby because the more I think about it, there's just no way that all of those sessions go off without a hitch. And, and they always brag about how no one has AIDS, right? They're like, all the girls get these check-ins every 30 days, right? But 30 days is a long time to be exposed to all these dicks. No, I agree. Yeah, so, you're like, right. I, if, if I was there, I'd be like, I want to come in after the appointment. But wait, when you do the appointment, you don't get the results immediately, right? No, I think what needs no. to happen is they, before you are allowed entry into the bunny ranch, you have to submit an AIDS test. That's, that's, what, the, yeah, that's, the, that, that's the real way to do it. That's how you keep it out. But if they did that, they'd have no business. No, I know. All condoms are safe, guys. Don't worry. Well, now they're not going to have business if Dennis keeps running his mouth about everything Lamar did in there. You know, though, Dennis has always ran his mouth about celebrities. But it, you don't You don't get real celebrities. You get Flava Flav, Ron Jeremy, Lamar Odom. Tony. Uh, yeah, you're right. What's his name? You get Lamar Odom. No, Lamar Odom, but the guy from... Uh, you, don't Andy, get, you don't get Kanye West, you get Lamar Odom. The guy, right. a- Andy Kaufman's guy. What's his name? Tony uh, Clifton? Bob Zamuda? Yeah, Bob, Z- yeah, Bob Zamuda. You get guys like that. Paulie Shore. Right. These are the guys you get. You're not getting the top... You get Dustin Diamond. Yeah, Dustin Diamond. And then, and then Dennis, like, you know, promotes Dust. Dustin Diamond was here. Flava Flav was here. Vince Neil cool. was here. <laughs> Steve, Steve, what's Steve Urkel's real name? Jaleel White was here. Jaleel White. Malcolm Jamel Warner was here. <laughs> Todd Bridges was here. Hey guys, Sam's calling. Hold on. Gang's all here, boys. Nice. What's up, Sam? Hello, gentlemen. Sam, we were talking about if you were dying in a hospital bed, and would would you think it was funny if Jesse Jackson came to see you? Uh, it, it would be it would be odd. Is there any reason why he's coming? Or no, because I said if Jesse Jackson walked in when you were dying, I'd punch him in the face. But then after further review, I said I bet Sam would think it's pretty funny if Jesse Jackson walked in. 
Why, why would you punch him in the face? Well, just because how because Jesse Jackson stopped by Lamar Odom's hotel room. We were saying how ridiculous it is that of in all hospital, people, not his hotel room. Oh, that, that's what I mean. It's at the hospital. <laughs> how yeah, ridiculous it is so. of, of all people that now he's Lamar Odom's boy, just like he was Joe Jackson's boy and everyone else's boy. Yeah, but there's one thing different about me than all the people he stopped by their room. Yeah, you're, you're not black. black, right? But you know what I'm saying. Like, would would you? It, yeah, no, would I, you be honored if you found out that Jesse stopped by, or would you be disgusted? Well, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I personally am a fan of Jesse Jackson. I actually met Jesse Jackson before, um, so I wouldn't be upset. He came to pay his last respects. I mean, I didn't realize <laughs> I was still on his map, but <laughs> <laughs> pay his last I respects. Wouldn't a, I wouldn't be upset. I need to see <laughs> Sam Cannon. If, if he if he came for you, it'd be kind of fucking weird. But I need to see Abe Cannon. Lord, be good to my boy. He's not ready to see you yet. He wants to see you soon, but he ain't ready yet. Jesse's walking around the hat that says hashtag coup. <laughs> Lord, please, he has more work to do down here. Please don't take him yet. Oh, he's ready to see you. Oh, he knows it's glorious, but not yet. Not yet. Please. He has more work to complete. I wonder what a, a guy like the Pope thinks of Jesse Jackson. You know, like, <laughs> like you want to talk about men of God. Like, in terms of being a man of God, Jesse Jackson is like, he could not be less of a man of God. Yeah, it's always a scheme, making money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can I exploit wait, Lamar? Wait, guys. Guys, did, did Lamar kick the bucket in the last? Not yet. I actually haven't been keeping up. I, I'm not on. The, I'm not on the Odom watch currently. <laughs> no, I think I, he's so. I was hot. waiting for that. I was waiting for that text from Bay because Bay usually sends it the second. I have been monitoring the situation since it started last night. Bay has TMZ alerts, USA Today alerts, CNN alerts, ESPN alerts, all set just to get that. I, scoop. I feel like when I feel like when somebody is um is about to pass when it's a celebrity base is just refreshing TMZ for hours. <laughs> You heard it here first, guys. Lamar Odom dead at 35. Well, you know, Lamar Odom dead. Depending on, depending on, depending on when, you're, when you're listening, that actually may be an exclusive. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope that that didn't happen. Let's hope he. Uh, let's but hope it as- also maybe it also may be really dated. Like if, if Lamar happens to die this evening and someone listens to this in a year, it, it, <laughs> you lose something on a podcast. You're right. You heard it here first. Yeah, he, actually, it's impossible. If I even said it right now. You wouldn't have heard it here first because if it just happened and I said it, you wouldn't hear this for a little bit. Right. Well, let's hope that let's hope if it does happen that you did hear it here first. Yeah, at least if it happens, maybe it'll happen the second you're listening to this, and then you did hear like, it. Like ideally, ideally he'll die sometime between 10 p.m. tonight and <laughs> like ideally. I don't know midnight tomorrow. I mean, I'm just saying if we want to maximize the you heard it here first <laughs> option. See how that's right. so better than Dennis Hoff right now. Yeah, Sam is Dennis Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, not, not, not that I want him to die. I mean, I'm, I'm really pulling for Lamar. You just said ideally he'll die. Between <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, right? No, right? No, no, no. No, that's Brian. Contact. Brian, contact. I said, if he's going to pass, if it's inevitable, ideally it happens when we can break the exclusive. But I'm Are not saying, well, of course, of course I'm rooting for him. <laughs> 
Hey, a couple, a couple more things I want to get to besides Odom. Uh, number one, I met. Oh, Sam, I was talking about my foot too, my gimp foot. Oh yeah, how did it go today? The guy, real quick, because uh, we talked about it for a long time. But the guy at the doctor's office. Did you still have the foot, or? Yeah, I, I have to get an MRI tomorrow. But he kept the doctor kept saying fuck. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, we're gonna figure this fucking thing out. And then all the women there looked at, like I, I was limping and I have like it's red and and, and like like uh, uh what's the word it's uh, swollen so everyone in there was like oh, oh, oh. like they had looks like that on their face like they've never seen such a thing they saw me limping they they act like they've never seen anyone limp ever oh whoa whoa Wait, what's how, wrong? How- how swollen is it? I mean, I haven't seen it. It's not. I mean, it's not swollen. It's it, it's not like it looks like. Um, you know, it's not like falling. It's not, it, it, it's swollen, but nothing horrible. I think. I think you need to check your doctor if that's the worst they've seen. A, a, a slightly swollen foot. Yeah. No. No. Not, not even the foot. Seen? Before they even saw the foot, I was limping, and they acted like they never saw anyone limp before. <laughs> Whoa! What's going? What, what? Wait! Why aren't you walking straight? What, what's going on with your legs? Are you sure you weren't at a dentist or something? <laughs> no, I was at a regular foot doctor. Well, it was some kind of orthopedic place, and then obviously they don't work with feet too much. It was a clinic at Walgreens. Was, was it on Groupon or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. It's like... <laughs> oh, we're going to figure this fucking thing out. He's a... he, he went to a vet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were a lot of dogs there for some reason. He's like, they had me rolling my back, and the doctor was rubbing my belly. I didn't know what that was all about. Hey, a couple things I want to... he gave me, kept telling me that I'd get a shiny coat for this. A couple... <laughs> your hair's going to look wonderful. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, no, I mean, I mean your mane. Your mane's going to... A couple things I want to get to. I met Jimmy John this week. He came to the radio station. After all these years of promoting, uh, talking about Jimmy John sandwiches. Amazing. I finally met the man himself, Jimmy John. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, I'm responsible for a lot of your business. And he, he personally thanked me. Of course, the thank, you, the thank you didn't come with a check or an endorsement or anything. but Or gargantuan. Did he invite you on a big game hunt? Or? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To like, to, to like a Trump rally? Or See, that's the problem with Jimmy John. I love his sandwiches, but I don't like all that shit he does, like the hunting and stuff. So it's kind of like, but then again, if I met O.J. Simpson, I don't think I would, I think I would still take a picture with him. <laughs> Which is fucked yeah. up. You gotta, right? segregate, you gotta segregate what they do from what they believe. Yeah, like if I met George W. Bush, I don't like him, but I would take a picture with him. You know what I mean? Like you, I, just compared, you just compared George W. Bush with O.J. Simpson and the guy from Jimmy John's. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't like... I I don't like I mean, there's differences. Like you, can, you can like somebody and not like their politics. That's fine, but I mean... If it's a murderer, like if you met Ted, well, you could probably still take a picture with Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> like if you met Charles Manson, you wouldn't want to get a picture with him. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. I do enjoy his sandwiches. I don't, I don't like that he goes on big game hunts and all that stuff. I hate that. Um, but I I love the sandwiches so much. And you know, it's kind of like the Chick Fil A guy. The Chick Fil A guy hates gay people, right? But I still, right, I would still, hell of a I, chicken sandwich. and Sam and Bass eat that shit up like it's the anecdote. Yeah, but again, it's like you know what it is. It's just it's Chick Fil A, Jimmy John's. They happen to get in the news, but I'm sure, and I've said this multiple times, the owners of most of these chain chains and multinational food conglomerates, I'm sure they're all pricks. They just haven't been exposed. Yet. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
So, so I mean, the fuck, honestly. Yeah. So I mean, I enjoy the sandwiches. You know, it's just like Hulk Hogan. We find out he's racist, but I would still want him to leg drop me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, the other day I woke up early and I had to go to a. It was right after I got my Jimmy John's. He gave everyone. He sent out like six thousand Jimmy John's gift cards. So they were twenty dollars gift cards and overnight shipping, which was like eighteen dollars a person. So he spent in shipping like one hundred twenty thousand dollars. And then on top of that, the gift cards. Anyways, I went to Subway, and the girl in there was acting. She's like, oh, she's like, why are you here already? And it was 9.15. I said, what time do you open? She said, oh, 9? You're the first customer of the day. <laughs> Doesn't that have to happen at some point? Like, if you yeah. open at 9, I mean, you might well, get some. Don't they, don't, wait, don't they serve breakfast? They do, yes. That's why so I went why is 9.15 just stunner? Well, that's why I said I'm. Exactly. What are you doing here? Oh, why are you here? Right yeah. Well, why are you here? You doing here? Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're. Oh, you're here. Yeah. D- don't. Don't you open at nine? Yeah. 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 You're the first customer, though. Okay. So every day you have this happen, don't you? At some point, you have to have a first customer. And I'm sure. I'm sure if you open at nine, nine fifteen isn't the earliest you ever had the first customer come in. No. She's like, oh, I'm just getting all the vegetables ready. Things not to greet a customer when they walk in the door. What are you doing here? Oh, fuck. Why are you here? Fuck. <laughs> fuck already? If they opened at 9 and you were sitting in your car at 8 and then, like, p- pacing outside the window. <laughs> exactly. Feet, that might be a question. That might be a time to ask, what are you doing here? But yeah. not when you've been open for 15 minutes. Yeah. That is really funny. If I'm jerking off in the window, like, when, when, when it's 8.30 and I have my penis up against the window, she might might make a comment. <laughs> but if I'm just there, oh, fuck. Already you're here? Shit. It's only 9.15. Yeah, you opened 15 minutes ago. Fuck. What do you want? But anyways, she's the first person to ever give me the correct answer when I said I wanted extra mayo. This is the first time anyone's ever given me the correct answer. Wait, there's an answer that goes with that command? Yep. The, the, there's a statement to make afterwards, and it's perfect. And she made the first time ever in my life. Just say when? Yep. She said, tell me when. That is the well, right answer. And, when that, I said, and, that's, and that's her name's penis in the class. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. And then I forgave her for all her shortcomings earlier. Tell me when. What a great answer to extra mayo. Because then, you know what I started doing, too? I started turning my head to the side right when she said that to make it like I wasn't paying attention. And the mayonnaise wasn't coming out because it was, like, stuck. So I wasted. I was going to say that she grabbed two of the uh, the tubes and started squeezing them at the same time in front of you. <laughs> she put them all over her boobs. <laughs> yeah. No. But, but, Ryan, you know what I'm saying? I turned my head on purpose to look like I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I know. But and I wasted let me, it. Let me throw this at you real quick, though. But wait, hang on, I Ryan. Think... Do you understand that I wasted that head turn because nothing was coming out yet? Oh, you wasted the head turn. Yeah, I do. But here, here's what I'll say. When someone says, tell me when, it's almost impossible to get distracted, for real. Like, <laughs> like if, if the next thing is you saying when and you've already lost interest in it, then you're looking for something else. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but I automatically like that's, a, that's a very immediate command. That's not like that's an email. That's like 
that's like this shit's happening now, and you need to be on it, and you're looking at other shit. <laughs> well, there, there, there's two, there's two things that happen. There's two things that happen when you turn your head, Ryan. Number one, they keep going, which is my perf- what I'm trying to get them to do, right? Of course. The second thing that happens when, and I do this at Chipotle all the time, when you turn your head, they stop, and then you get embarrassed when they say, "Oh, do you still want more?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah a little bit more." Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> you trail off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit more. A little more, man. A little more, man. Yeah, yeah, a little like bit a more. You're a martyr, man. You are. You're like a martyr for Manny. It's crazy. <laughs> you really should get a sponsorship for Mayo. I mean, honestly, all the, all the years of dedication. I know. Fuck Jimmy John's. Hellman needs to sign you up. Oh, by the way, remember, <laughs> remember when I told you guys Jimmy John's mayonnaise always tastes better and it's Hellman's? I'm like, why does it taste so much better? Mm-hmm. You've heard me talk about that, right? I just yeah. say that you say that once a week. <laughs> Jimmy John himself <laughs> told me he told me I can't. I'll tell you maybe I'll tell you guys off air or something, but off air, off pot, what up, off mic. I'll tell you guys because he told me there is something they do different, and it's crazy when you find out. Interesting. Boy, is it a, is it a, is it a trade secret? Yep. Obviously, not if he told you. I was nope. gonna say, does he? Uh, does he shoot? Put pieces of elephants in there. And yeah, there's, big game hunting there's, there's ivory tusk shavings in the main. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like baby's blood or something? Knowing that, no, guy? I can't. I, I can't say right now, but it's 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 okay. interesting. It's very interesting. The one man to earn your trust is Jimmy. Dunn. Yeah, I was going to say, what are the recent yeah. questions here? If you if you spill, I know. Like, what is what? What could possibly happen? Because you know, some asshole will send out a tweet and tag Jimmy. Some asshole always oh. does something like. Even when I talk shit about yeah. Sam on the podcast, you'll see hashtag, uh, you know, Sammy the Skunk or something like. It's yeah, always, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, you but even up. even if he even if he sends out, he's like, "Oh man, I told that asshole in secrecy." I don't want to lose the confidence of Jimmy John because eventually you don't want to you don't want to jeopardize that relationship. That's a very critical relationship for you. Yeah. Exactly. It's so del- it's a delicate situation. It, it would be a big mistake on my part to do that. But there is something interesting that he does with the mayo. Hey. But so it, everybody's been dying to know, so now we Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not now a big deal. You, you, just so you know, there is something different, though. Because if you think, like, oh, if All I right, just let leave... it go, then. Either, either tell us or let it go. I was going to say. If I leave my mayo out, it's going to taste like Jimmy John's. It's not. Something else happens, and I know the answer. Maybe All one right, day. Yes. Let me ask you one question on it. Is it something you could treat your own mayonnaise with? Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> treat it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last couple hey. things before we running out of time here. Don't yeah. you guys hate people who, when they hang up the phone, they still have a smile on their face or they laugh and they want you to, like, ask them what they were talking about? Like, they want you to inquire. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're they're, <laughs> they're still smiling or laughing or nodding their head, looking at you, trying to get you to say, oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> Fucking bass, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be just when someone's hanging up the phone. Like they could be looking, they could check a text. Oh, that, yeah, exactly. That, that, actually, Ryan, that that's where I st- okay. That's why I wrote this down. I was on the train and someone was doing that, reading an email or a text, and they kept smiling and laughing, shaking their head, looking. What the fuck was that? Sam getting attacked by some some ruffians? No, I'm walking. Oh, what was that? Was that some ruffians? It was just no. It was just somebody. Talking guys to somebody else. I don't know. Keep walking. How did you hear that? Keep walking, douchebag. <laughs> that definitely, definitely wasn't that. Can you imagine if Sam got jumped right now? I'd feel really bad. 
What do you think I'm? You think I'm an Englewood or something? Give me your wallet. <laughs> Let me trip him. No, but Ryan, back yes, to that. Is, Steve, it, I know what you mean. It's annoying, right? Very. Yes. And then, Sam, do you remember that guy at Walmart, uh, Donnell, that worked in electronics? I mean, you know what? I don't. I, I, I know you talk about him, like, every week, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know if that was a real person or not, but I, I certainly know about the Donnell you, you, you've continued to discuss for 15 years. So. I, and, you know, I, I know of him like I know of any urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be the last thing then, because I was just I was just listening to Prince the other day, and I was remembered. I, I, I was reminded, remembered. I was reminded of when I, I'm, I'm on all kinds of drugs, by the way, for my foot. Yeah, that's why I might be a bit loopy, as they say. It's um, fine. What did you remember? So I remembered when Donnell charged me. It was either three dollars or four dollars to make me a quote dub of the Prince Purple Rain album on cassette. And I never, I didn't even use, listen to cassettes at the time. And I don't know why I paid him for it, but I just felt like I had to because he pressured me into it. Because I remember he was listening to it and like, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. He's like, yeah, man, that's Prince. Let me dub you one. Yeah, just give me three or four dollars. Give me four. I forgot what it was. It was there three or four. Just give me four dollars for it and we'll be straight. And then I felt the pressure to pay four dollars for that dubbed cassette for some reason. That was a terrible move. And it was. Like, I never listened to the cassette once. And then if you really break it down more, why is, like, a 35-year-old black guy spending that much time to make 3 or $4? Well, he was working at Walmart, wasn't he? I know, but I, I mean... mean I, don't, I don't think they pay very well. I don't know. I wonder if he was dubbing them at work. Do you think he dubbed all kinds of tapes for people at work? I don't know. I mean, that, isn't that just, like, the hustler mentality where you make it where you can get it? <laughs> like, just some yeah, idiot? Yeah, I mean... You know, definitely at one point it was a thing. I mean, you know, the music wasn't as widely available. I mean, unless you actually bought it. So there were idiots like Abe who would pay $4 for a Maxell tape. I mean, there's always, you know, if, if there's morons out there um, who are willing to pay money, someone's going to create a market. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, just give me $4 and we're straight. I think he told me the amount after he did it, though. Yep. So he's like, yo, which is unfortunate. That sucks that he went that route with it. Yeah, because I told him how bad I wanted it because I thought it was free. And then he's like, yo, just give me $4 and we're straight. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess. And $4 is hard to come by back then. He probably only had $3 to your name. He probably had to borrow a dollar just to buy Donnell's tape. <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, let me get a dollar. I, got, I owe Donnell some favor. Yo, man, where the fuck's my money? They're Donnell like all week. Yo, where the fuck's my money? I got this tape for you, motherfucker. Don't tell me I burned this for no dubbed it for no reason. Oh, you know I just remembered. I when I was uh, when I was driving home on the expressway, like the uh, you know where all the homeless people hang out. There were two homeless guys in wheelchairs arguing. <laughs> they were like they were like about to fight. It looked like they were right next to each other, screaming at each other, wheelchair to wheelchair. That's unfortunate. But can you imagine that fight? Just like on the side of an express, like two guys in wheelchairs fighting. Fuck you, this is my spot. This is my beat right here. Fuck you. <laughs> the fuck you doing out here? I, I heard the one guy say, like, I'm I'm nice to people. I kept saying that. I'm nice to people. I'm nice to people. So I wonder if the one guy was like, man, you too nice to these motherfuckers. Man, you fucking enough with me. Got that smile on your face. Like you like you work for these motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean the whole time. Fuck them. 
Sam, did you make it in safely? I'm actually just uh, unlocking the door as we speak. Okay, good. I want. I didn't want to end it till Sam got inside. Wow, that is really weird. <laughs> I'm just joking. What a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure Sam didn't get beat up. He walks in and Rachel starts pounding on him. Hey, fancy boy, give me your wallet. I'll keep edging that, Rachel. What are you doing? Where were you at all night? She hits him in the face with a frying pan. Rachel! All right, you're safe in town, Sam. We'll talk to you later. Rachel, I was walking around the block. Rachel's on on vacation, actually, so I'm I'm just getting in, and I'm going to start doing drugs and drinking. Nice. Lamar Odom's fan. You're doing the Lamar party. Is that a couple of the the, the Love Ranch girls come over? Sure. Yeah. The Lamb and Sam Sam. The ones who were leaving Odom's room were actually booking a flight. <laughs> they came straight from Odom's room to your house. Yeah, right from Odom's room, yeah. What, Sam, would you be pissed if you had that all set up and they're like, you know, we're going to have to cancel because of the Lamar Odom situation? You say, get your asses over here. Fuck it. I already took the Viagra. Yeah, Sam's already. He's like, I already took the, the herbal Viagra for nine days ahead of time like you said I had to. You said I had to be, quote, hard as a rock. I can't believe Odom needs herbal Viagra. I mean, do people well, need Viagra? All those drugs in the system, I'm sure you need something yeah, don't, to keep it don't, up. Yeah, don't drugs, like, make you uh, limp? Probably. Right. Yeah, no, he needs something to keep him up, for sure. Yeah, especially after all those years with Chloe. He probably, it's probably hard for him to even imagine trying to get that thing up. He had Chloe back <laughs> before she got all the surgery. Done. Yeah. He had her when she was just sloppy. <laughs> Yeah, I almost look. feel like they got rid of the old Chloe and like they actually just like clone. They, like, they replaced Chloe with a, with a different yeah. Chloe. <laughs> it's yeah. like the second, yeah. the second Becky on Roseanne. They brought in a new one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be hilarious on the Kardashians. They bring in a new Chloe. Honestly, though, the, the new Chloe. I'm surprised they didn't do that with Rob Kardashian. Just bring in a new Rob instead of yeah. like letting him just disappear and be fat. But it's like it's like Rob Lowe or something. Yeah. And you just have to act like it's not him. Or it's like John Stamos. Yeah, this is... Dude, oh, Rob, what are you doing? Rob, what are you doing here? Rob Kardashian. Oh, hey, hey, Kimmy, what's up? Yeah, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to act like Rob, too, and be depressed all yeah. the time. But they're going to add in... Like, he'll be getting laid and stuff. Yeah, I'm depressed, but I have a couple girls, Kimmy. If it's cool, I'm just going to bang them. <laughs> is it cool if I go in your bedroom? Yeah, whatever you have to do, Rob. <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that now that I know Sam's safe. Yeah, thank you, you for uh, your concern. Good luck with the foot, buddy. All right, gentlemen. All right, guys. Later, guys. Peace. Later, bye.